Sleep. Humanity's defense against the creeping tendrils of madness. A chance for the mind to heal itself after the assaults of the days and weeks of ongoing battery from assaults of external and internal pain. But consider this. What occurs within grey matter when there is no respite from the ongoing assaults? When the walls are all but broken and defences lie in ruin? This is very warm. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another sufficiently spooky episode of the one, the only, Grief Burrito. Mm. My name is High Inquisitor Jordan Shenton of the Ordo Malleus. And I am the demon Helgrenz Zenpak. Or my friends, they call me Harrison. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings and salutations, my ghastly, monstrous man. How are you? Ah! So good. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> you said do alien noises, so that was... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yep. That was what I could think of, you know. Oh, mm. that caught me off guard despite being partially aware of what's going to happen. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Mm. We've been on a bit of an existential horror trip recently, um, but yeah. we couldn't have a Halloween season without giving you a deep, downright creepy episode. So, are you ready for some spooks, Harrison? So, spooks that you poops... Always poops. Always spoops. I'm actually so ready for the spoop that I, I brought this to the show. What is it? Tinned pumpkin. Tinned pumpkin, <laughs> of course. I'm ready. It's like a show that and tell. Was, it is. And this is kind of a joke just for the people watching on YouTube. For the, the audio listeners, this is probably riveted. Oh, it's so packed in there. There's no sound if you shake it. <laughs> Please don't oh, do that hand motion anymore. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, God, that's on the internet. <laughs> That someone's gonna gift that. I might take my yeah, hood definitely. down because this is miserably yeah, warm. I'm gonna take the burrito blanket off now as well. For the audio oh. listeners, we had robes. We started the episode with. with you know, Hello. Well, Jordan's literally wearing a robe. It's like I a am. black death robe. It's uh yeah. The, we'll probably put up a picture in the Discord. We've got a picture of me, Mike, and Has being all spooky on main. All in robes. Yes. The, the guest, the wonderful Mike, offered his vocal chops. He did. This episode this week. I was yeah. astounded with Mike's ability to very quickly adjust the voice acting. Yeah, to a great Russian accent. Oh, incredible. I couldn't do it. I tried, and then we were like, we'll get someone who's more Eastern European than us. (laughs) And it worked out. It's a little more Eastern than us, and it was, yeah, absolutely flawless. (laughs) For the listeners, if you want to see more of that, make sure to check this episode out on the YouTube because there'll be more stuff going on on the cameras than just in the audio podcast. Make sure to subscribe and review this episode for more. And join the Discord, because then you can get involved, and you could actually maybe meet Mike. His real name is Mihai. You might be able to meet Mike. Mike is, uh, it, it'll be It'll be your treat because Mike is a wonderful man. We sound, like we're, saying, we sound like we're doing a dating profile for he him. Did. Like, what would your friend had, say about you? Well, he had a meet-along crowbar also, he was telling us. A I mean, meet-along crowbar. That is insane. I've, I've dated men for less, Harrison. I don't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Today, we're going to be covering the Russian sleep experiment. Um, A story from 2010 in which Russian scientists tried to keep people awake for 30 days in the 1940s. Sounds horrendous. This episode has me excited, I will say. I don't really know anything about it. I've not read the story. I know of it, so it sort of exists on the periphery of my, like, 
spooky realm. So I'm very excited to hear it. Of Haz's madness. Yeah. Are you ready for this spook, Harrison? Always. Spook Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? So ready, go! That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna sound awful and thing. Towards yeah. the end of the 1940s, Russian scientists ran experiments on five individuals using experimental gas stimulant. The five were political prisoners, falsely promised that they would be freed after completing their task. However, it may be clear to some that they were never going to be leaving the place alive. Yeah. I, I already don't like this. It already makes me feel uneasy. As I said in the other episode, I don't like the medical. And when you're <laughs> like forced into it in like what's presumably an underground military base. In the 1940s it just, as well. It's in not the 1940s. Be, it's not yeah. going to be great, is it? It's not. No, it just feels all kind of X-Files. Yeah. Well, it gets a bit more than that, I can promise you. <laughs> so the subjects were sealed in a research chamber to allow the scientists to monitor their oxygen levels due to the toxicity of the experimental substance in high oh, concentrations. Good. Oh, good. With CCTV not being a thing invented for another two years, the only insight into the lives of their lab rats were small portholes with plexiglass about half. Half a foot? Yeah. That's only like that is five, thick. six inches. It's pretty thick. Pretty thick. While the conditions may not have been deemed comfortable, the five were provided with books, running water, a toilet, and enough dried food for them to last over a month, as well as okay. with cots, but with no bedding. Lovely. Um, how does that set you like up? Like I said, how much food are we talking it's uh, five months, uh, sorry, a month's worth of dried food between five of them. So enough so, for with, five people for a month. Okay, so Weetabix without milk is what we're talking. Pretty that much like jerky and, you know, awful things. I mean, it could be, if it's Russian, it's going to be like mainly potato-based diet. Yeah, presumably. either like dried the, powdered uh, potato, you know, like like smash mash, like powdered mashed potato. Oh, You've not got any water to mix it with. I'd rather... <laughs> Stab myself in the face. <laughs> oh, I'm sure some of them do. <laughs> well, well, well. We <laughs> shall see. For the first five days, everything seemed to be running well. There were no major outbursts, no violence, and not so much as a complaint from the five. The subjects had been promised their freedom if they would stay awake for 30 days, and with five days already behind them, surely they were confident in their situation. They spoke of increasingly traumatic incidents from their pasts, lamenting on the event the tone became much more disconsolate. Can I just ask, Jordan? Yes. What's the longest you've ever stayed awake for? Probably like three days. Really? You've actually gone three days? Yeah, when I was... I went on holiday to Florida and there were... We were caught in the British Airways uh, system outage and a weather thing, event. And yeah, I was up for like... 75 hours or something oh no it was I've, awful <laughs> i mean I, I the longest i've stayed awake for is is like only two days you know not going to bed for one day and that is the worst it, you feel absolutely awful yeah um, it's uh it definitely takes a toll not only on like the energy but just how your mental state goes you just yeah, like can't yeah, you can't form full thoughts you're just like going one thing to the next yeah yeah I, uh, I I actually put this out on um, on our Patreon to ask about this. What's the longest some of our listeners have gone without sleep? Liana went without for four days, she said. Oh, my God. 
Liana, yes. you trooper. Yes. Mad person. I don't know how she did it, and I, I wonder whether she experienced micro sleep, like on uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, and you get like, dreams leaking into yeah. real life. Or you just like that blink and you're just out and then wake straight back up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, tell what tell us else what happened then. How I'll tell you. This, uh, I'll tell you what's happening. I'm going to disrobe because this is ridiculous. Bear with me. <laughs> Better turn that cam off. <laughs> even though we've disrobed, yes, we still do have our skull T-shirts on. Oh, I didn't even notice mine had a skull on it. Mine's a mechanical yeah. skull. Mechanical skull, and mine's a, a kraken. It's a squid tentacles. It, it's squid skull. with tentacles. Squid with tennis <laughs> balls. Yeah, <laughs> the most terrifying of all sea creatures. <laughs> Oh, Christ, there we go. Okay, let us continue with this spooky jaunt. After day five, the subjects started to explain to each other the steps that had led them to where they were, quickly displaying signs of severe paranoia. Soon after, they refused to speak to or even acknowledge each other. Whiskers... Whiskers. Whiskers, the cat food. The cat. (laughs) A sponsor of the Russian sleep experiment. (laughs) Whispers would be so wisp whispers would begin to come through the microphones and the one-way portholes would be eclipsed by the figures attempting to complete the task by attempting to gain favor with their captors. Each member believed that by turning on their own comrades, they could somehow, some way, be favoured by the scientists. However, the researchers just assumed that this was something to do with a side effect from the gas. Okay. So with these 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 guys, they like you said, they were to be given their freedom. So are they just prisoners from a jail from political like prisoners? Or? Political prisoners, right? Okay. So not necessarily Russians. Uh, n- maybe not. I'd, I'd assume they are Russian prisoners because Russia in the forties was not a great place to be. Not the best. Not the best. <laughs> also, not the worst. I'd imagine. You know, somewhere in between. Yeah. Probably towards the the bad end. But yeah, yeah, yeah. lower on the spec. <laughs> on the ninth day, the first began to scream. Running the length of the chamber over and over, yelling as loud as possible until they could not yell anymore. The occasional squeak could be heard. It seemed that the unfortunate subject may have damaged their vocal cords. Just screaming until he tore them. Yeah, until they just ripped it in half. As shocking as the situation was, however, the scientists seemed more taken aback by the reaction, or lack thereof, of the other residents of the room. They would continue to whisper into the microphones before a second member would begin to scream uncontrollably too. Patiently and calmly, the remaining non-screaming members began to tear apart books and adhere them to the portholes with their own feces. The whispering slowed, the screaming trailed off, and finally, silence that is worse the silence is worse i'm sorry like the thought of like the scientists walking up to the doors to try and find out what's going on and like slowly leaning up against the door just to see if they can hear anything at all and just nothing yeah it's pretty rough that's fucking horror that is and the thought of Oh, looking at one of those portholes and just you're expecting to see something and looking like back at yeah. you or something. Yeah. Periodically, the staff checked the microphones to ensure they were still functioning, 
It had been three days since the outburst, yet there was no sound coming from the chamber at all. The oxygen consumption of the room indicated that there were definitely five people alive, but strangely, it was showing that there was enough being used for five people completing strenuous exercise. Oh, weird. On the morning... You, you... Oh, that's... <laughs> Jordan, yeah. no! Like, uh, you'd think they'd all have passed out or something, so they were just lying asleep. Well, you'll see. On the morning of the 14th day, the researchers had an idea. Going against their plan, they attempted to get response from the victims. They primed the intercom, hoping to hear something from the people that were not assumed dead or vegetative. The words marched officially from the speaker's mouth. We are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the ground or you will be shot. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom. After a brief pause, however, a voice broke the almost infinite silence. We no longer want to be freed. The surprise dissipated and changed to a debate between the researchers and the military personnel funding the experiment. Despite their best efforts, they couldn't provoke any further reactions from the subjects, eventually leading them to make a choice, that they would open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. So we're going into the room, Harrison. What do you expect uh, of the room? Um, why? Can we not? Can we, can we go home <laughs> instead? Can we keep this door closed forever? Yes, firmly, firmly closed. They're doing fine in there with their strenuous exercise. Um, <laughs> All just jacking it. Constant jacking it. There's nothing else to do. They've been there for 15 days. Well, 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 well. With a low murmur of fans, the stimulant that had filled the room was flushed away. Flooded with fresh air for the first time in over two weeks. Immediately, the microphone choked back to life with three different voices pleading as if it was for loved ones to turn the gas back on. The doors opened as the moans turned to shout, shouting to wailing, wailing to head-splitting screams. The soldiers entered to retrieve the characters, only for their screams to be added to the crescendo of audio assault. Fuck. Four of the five subjects were still alive, but it would be near impossible for anyone to say they were in life. You look so concerned. I am concerned. This this story is awful. <laughs> it is pretty awful. Sorry, man. We had to I'm do a proper spooky. We did. Well, we said it was existential this month, <laughs> and it's it's is even this is just continuing with it. <laughs> oh. Luckily, we're we're interspersing this with a bit of like comedic stuff because if we yeah, didn't, it'd yeah. just be like an awful, awful episode. It would. Yeah. Yeah, and just got like have all the spooky music, then just like cut it as like when with us just like chatting shit. And... <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the way. This is a uh, this is a good one though. It's I'm feeling proper Halloween vibes. I'm glad. The food rations didn't look to have been touched past day five. Large portions of meat from the dead subject had been forced into the drain in the middle of the room, allowing around four inches of water to accumulate on the floor but it was impossible to tell how much was water and how much was blood. I hate having wet socks. 
The survivors were all disfigured, with large portions of missing flesh and muscle. The flesh and exposed bone from their fingers pointing the staff to believe that the injuries were all caused by hand. With no teeth or tools being used, further examinations of the wounds seem to indicate that they were mostly, if not entirely, self-inflicted. They're just ripping chunks out of themselves. The organs below the rib cages of all four victims have been removed. Despite this, however, their hearts, lungs, and diaphragm were all in place. The skin and most of the muscle attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing organs through the rib cage. All of their blood vessels and organs remained intact, however. It had been carefully laid out on the floor, spread around the eviscerated but still living bodies. The scientists and soldiers alike could see the bodies digesting the food they had consumed, but quickly realised that this was in fact the flesh they were missing. What? They, they ate... They ate themselves or each other? Both, I'd assume. Most likely themselves. What the hell was this gas? Is it the gas or is it the lack of sleep, Harrison? I don't know. Does the gas get them in touch with some ancient elder god? Well, it'll become clear towards the, uh, towards the end of the story. Okay, let's carry on. Let's get in there. Despite the majority of the soldiers being special forces, many refused to re-enter the chamber upon exiting, no doubt mentally scarred from the horrors they'd witnessed not minutes prior. Some continued to scream after leaving and pleaded much like the original victims for the gas to be turned on lest they fall asleep. Wow. An unexpected surprise was how brutal a fight the entities put up when trying to be removed from the chamber. One soldier had his throat viciously torn out, another gravely injured by an assault to his groin while his femoral artery was severed by frantic biting. A further five of the special forces were lost to suicide in the weeks following the horrifying display. Struggling to regain control over the situation, the staff attempted to sedate a patient whose spleen had ruptured during the commotion, but to their increasing surprise, it was impossible. Despite being injected with more than 10 times the dose of a morphine derivative the person should be able to withstand, they were still fighting and flailing like a cornered animal, even managing to break the ribs and arm of one doctor. Strangest yet, the heart of the corpse continued to beat for minutes after death, even with more air than blood in their vascular system. The last twisted surprise, however, from the subject, was that even after the lungs ceased to breathe, the corpse would scream and frantically swing its arms, repeating the phrase, more, over and over and over again, before finally falling silent. Don't like this. I'm scared. This is creepy. I'm going to have nightmares. Yeah, you might. I'll send you the image that goes along with this as well. I think I've seen the image and it's horrifying. I Maybe think you have. that on screen for the... Uh... The lovely viewers on YouTube. Okay, will do. Just a really quick... Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Three surviving subjects were torn from the room, the two with functioning vocal cords continuously pleading for more gas, again asking to be kept awake. So, 
Have you got anything you want to add before we carry on? Because despite this being quite a long story, we're burning through it. We are. I'm... I'm surprised at quite how horrifying this is, actually. Despite, yeah, from it being just words on a page, which yeah. instead of just for clarification here, I rewrote the entire thing to not just copy it word for word. So yeah. I think maybe sent a few sentences of this are taken straight from it because I couldn't think That's of a better way to phrase it. But an official I've, burrito retelling. Well, pretty much, yeah. I rewrote 97% of this. Well, it's... Uh... I'm. I can't believe that someone would get like that from just a lack of sleep. All I can think is that it's something to do with the gas itself as well. Like I know that uh, drug experiments have been done on people during like the Vietnam War. Didn't they test like LSD on some of the troops, and they all went a bit mental and shot each other and stuff? Maybe I know that they they tested LSD on. I think it was just like suburban families. Really? The CIA did, yeah, something like that. The CIA also did a test where they tried to get a woman to like teach a dolphin how to speak, and then she just ended up jerking it off. I have heard about this. This uh, this may be a subject for a, f- a further spooky, <laughs> the spookiest of subjects. Yes. Ah, oh, dolphin, dolphin wang. Ah. <laughs> we both went with the word wang. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird yeah, it's a bit I don't strange. Think I've said wang in the past ten years. <laughs> no, neither have I. Yeah, it's too I, uh, spooky. Mm, I think that's all I've got to add so far to that. I'm just, I, I want to know where the gas came from. I want to know who I manufactured this gas and Unfortunately, why. Unfortunately, I don't think you're going to get that answer. No. I, I say I don't think you're not going to get that answer. It's a shame. We'll have to go to Russia and investigate. <laughs> the most injured of the remaining three was moved quickly to the one and only operating theater in the facility. During the preparations, their organs were placed back within the body, along with the knowledge that sedatives no longer appeared to have any effect. As a last-ditch effort, the doctor went to move an anaesthetic gas mask over the terrified patient's face. However, even with the weight of a soldier on its arms, they still managed to tear chunks from the thick leather straps securing them to the operating table. As soon as the eyes of the patient fluttered and closed, its heart rate flatlined. A hasty autopsy showed blood oxygen three times higher than average human levels, and that the now cadaver had broken its arm in nine different places during its resistance, all wounds inflicted by its own muscles. Sorry, I I dropped something. I was crouching down to pick it up. (laughs) It's... Broken in nine places from its own muscles. It's from the strain that it put itself under. It broke in its arms in nine places. Wow. This is like super soldier serum, this. That's what this gas is. Well, it's to make super soldiers, I think. The next patient was the first to start screaming during the first days of the experiment. Their vocal cords still shredded beyond use. They could only shake their head in terror as the mask was lowered over their face. Reluctantly, the scientists proceeded without the painkiller after the last outburst. Even though there was a lack of anesthesis, the patient didn't move for the entire six-hour procedure. The assisting nurse even mentioned that she saw his mouth curl into a smile whenever their gazes would meet. Oh, that's awful. Towards the end of the surgery... 
His victim would begin wheezing as in trying to speak. Curious out of what it might be trying to say or what was going on in the man's head, he provided a notepad in which the man wrote, keep cutting. What? Fuck the... Ah, Jordan, this is horrible. What have you done? (laughs) Uh, I'm enjoying your reaction. Obviously, I've read this, like, so many times now. (laughs) Yeah. No, this is a good one. Good one. The last two... I love you going, this is all... It's good, Jordan. It's good. Just keep going. Get this over. I like like to be horrified and spooked. You know that. I do. You're not going to be able to sleep tonight, are you? I won't, no. I actually had a nightmare last night, and I presume I'll have a nightmare tonight also. <laughs> oh, poor has. Yeah, I crashed my car in the, on the motorway in my dream. Oh, right. I was like, thank God you had it in the dream. Yeah, in the dream, yeah. It was one of those things you, when you wake up, you know, like when you, as I hit the, the side, yeah. I woke up. Yeah, it was like, wow, what the fuck? Did you, like, roll out yeah. of bed because of the, your body compensating? No, look, there was a cat. There was a cat wedge. It was quite a... <laughs> Quite a chunky cat that was next to me. That's so good. Roll onto Dampen the, cat the impact. And the, and the cat went, eh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know exactly yeah. what noise that is as well. When he cat, yeah. the cat makes it, it's like, <laughs> Are you ready? You composed? I'm composed. The last two subjects were given the same surgery. This time, though, a paralytic was used to prevent escape attempts and the constant maddening laughter. Similar to the earlier drugs, these were not anywhere near as potent as they should be, allowing the subject use of their body much faster than anyone could anticipate. The moment they could form sentences again, they were once again pleading for the stimulant gas. The doctor took this chance to ask why they afflicted such atrocities to themselves, to which they responded with, I must remain awake. Why? What are they seeing? Well, it's uh, it's a coming. Well, you'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> the lab rats were restrained once again and placed back into their chamber, unable to hear the arguments between the researchers and military. The benefactors were enraged by the goals of the test not being reached and were moving to have the remaining subject euthanized. But one member of the team an ex-KGB member, had other ideas. Curious as to what being exposed to the stimulant again would do, he had convinced the staff to seal the chamber one more time. One more time. While the room was being prepared, the specimens overheard of the plan and immediately stopped resisting, finally getting their way. It was obvious to everyone now that they were struggling to even stay awake, one humming loudly and constantly, another straining their legs over and over again to keep their focus, while the last was blinking rapidly. Each was connected to an ECG machine, where it appeared the blinking man was suffering brain death over and over as he drifted in and out of consciousness. While the final preparations were being made, the subject's eyes closed and their monitor flatlined. A panic befell the two remaining experiments as they bellowed for the door to be sealed immediately. So they they want to be in there, and they don't want to be a, a wait, and they don't want to be asleep. Yep, you got it so far. I'm so I'm, I'm confused though by why, like why? 
Ugh. We are coming very close towards the end now. Okay. The commander of the troops ordered the door to be sealed with the subject and three attending scientists inside. But with this, one of the three drew his pistol and without remorse discharged the firearm into the commander's head before turning what? to one of the silent captives and repeating the violent action. This time, the staff panicked, fleeing the room as fast as they could. I won't be locked in here with these things, not with you, he shouted towards the final subject. What are you? He commanded. I must know. A smile creeped across the disfigured face of the final test survivor. Have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you all, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. We are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. A final gunshot rang out in the confined space, directly into the heart of the sole survivor. Weakly, he coughed his final words. So, nearly free. So, Harrison, what did you think of that? Well, fuck that right off, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was. I, I enjoyed that. I've not read that in a long time. And rewriting it, mm -hmm. it was longer than I remember it being. But yeah, I, I thought it was going to be like quite a short story, you know, like a yeah, a, a, a paragraph or so. I didn't realize it was quite that extensive. Yeah, it's it lends itself well to having like a lot of lore behind it. It feels like there's. There's something about the story that there should be that you're not getting, and it makes it feel more real. Yeah, I think there's a lot of... Uh... Oh, just to clarify for people, this isn't real. This is a creepypasta called the Russian Sleeping Just so Planet. you know, guys. Um, <laughs> you're all right. I think yeah. there's a lot of kind of... Uh, what's the best word to use for it? Um, a lot of noir... Not noir. There's a lot of expectation around, like scientists from like germany and russia during the mm -hmm. the 40s uh and there's just that kind of weird conspiracy around it so it really plays into that as well like you can picture what these cells look like and what this like you yeah, know if yeah. you played like any old call of duty or you played you know anything set in that time period you kind of have an idea as to what that looks like and how claustrophobic it feels because it's a test yeah, site yeah but yeah i thought i totally. i it holds up. It came out in 2010. 11 years 20, ago. Is that how old it is? Wow, yeah, man. Wow, no way. The original Spooky Pastas back then. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great story. It really is. It's, it's definitely one of the ones that actually feels scary because some of the Spooky Pastas, like we've mentioned before. So you say Spooky Pastas. Spooky Pastas, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Creepy Pastas. Ooh, this Nokia's. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tagliatelle. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> Fusilli. <laughs> yeah, like some of them, like like we've actually mentioned, they, they're like, and then his eyes turned red, and then his eyes were white, and then a crackling sound came from his mouth. But, yeah. You know, it, they feel a bit like eye-rolly. Where this one is actually fucking scary. Like, it's yeah. written quite well. Um, Thank you. Maybe it's yours being, you know, <laughs> Yours is written probably better than the original is. Oh, stop um, it. Oh, you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> making me feel a spooky boner going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, where did you like first come across this story? Do you when? What was your first instance of reading it? I have no idea, to be completely honest with you. I th it would have been during high school at some point. So yeah, probably year seven to nine, I guess. Right. Okay. So back then, like when it was being written, kind of back in D. Yeah. So how old I would have been fifteen when this came out. And were you spooked? Were you spooked back then? I think I think I was pretty spooked. I don't know if I ever read it all the way through. Or if I just like skim read it. But okay. yeah, reading it back now, um, we're, we're reading this predominantly because um, Dave from the Discord, Binar Axis, mm -hmm. uh, he mentioned that we should cover it, and uh, he, he made a good choice. Yeah, he did. Yeah, we've had, we've had some good suggestions this, this year, haven't we? We had the, the liminal spaces suggested by Kennedy. Yeah. Um, and then this one too. And then, well, I'm not going to say what we're going to do next week, but it's going to be a good one as well. And we've got some guests coming up. Oh, so baby. That should be good. Yes. A classical return. Of the spooky guests at the end, yeah, headline headlining spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you? Um, I want to know. I just want to know more about it. Like, what do you think they saw? What? I'm from what I can tell. It seems like when you stay awake for long enough, there's like, uh, like your lizard brain kicks in and takes over. Okay, and it basically just suffocates your your normal psyche. And then that's oh, when, okay. why when they fall asleep, it just cuts out because there's nothing else there. Or, or I'd imagine maybe that's what the damaging your physical body does, is that it kills whatever was there previously. Right. So why don't they want to go to sleep? Because they'll die. So you think that'll just kill them straight away if they just die? Well, that's what happened with the, uh, the one that fell asleep on the operating table. And oh, yes. the one Sorry, that yeah, with did. the gas mask and the one that fell asleep towards the end. So it's almost like their brain just deteriorates the the basic part. Yeah, pretty much. And then they're left as a spooky husk that spooky looks like husk. it's covered in paper mache. Yes, a moldy, moldy man. I I I guess the sci-fi fan in me was like the gas is doing something yeah. to them. I know. I think like that it's makes it them to more scary that there's not like the gas is doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It makes it scarier yeah. knowing that it's just like there's something else we don't know about. Yeah, it, it it almost makes it feel like Lovecraftian, I suppose. Yeah, and like the gas is allowing them to see or reach another state of consciousness, and they realize that when they're asleep, this thing is there. Maybe. You know, almost like when you wake up, you forget what you've seen in your dreams. So you forget that there's this strange creature or being outside of consciousness. Yeah. And the gas stops them seeing that. Yeah, I get you. I, I think, personally, I think it is the... Uh, I could be wrong, though. I don't... I'm not the creator. We we might need to try and get in touch with the creator. Yeah, um, that would be a good idea. But I, I think it's just the fact that they've not slept for that long. Mm. has basically kicked it in and just like like i the paragraph at the start we did before the intro i wrote that on my own mm -hmm. um yeah. i don't i don't know why it just seemed like it was in place with that um because well we like our spooky intros thank you <laughs> but yeah i uh i think that's just it is that there's something there that we don't know about well that's the yeah. idea of this but we we mm. may never know I, I don't think I could ever go 
that kind of length without sleeping. I don't think anyone I, could. I think you'd just die, right? I think so. I, I don't know. Should I? I'll check it out now. Let's see I how so. long. I'm going to Google it. Uh, how, how long, long without can... sleep before die? <laughs> Go without sleep. The longest recorded time without sleep is approximately 264 hours or just over 11 consecutive days. Yeah. Although it isn't ex unclear exactly how long a human can survive without sleep, it isn't long before the effects of sleep deprivation start to show. After only three or four nights out of sleep, you can start to hallucinate. Hmm. Maybe that's the uh, your lizard brain kicking through. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of instances of people sleeping currently that are trying different phases of sleep. <laughs> a lot of instances of people sleeping. Yeah, I'd imagine quite a lot of people right now. It's a strange conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, like some people do, uh, is it biphasic sleep, I think it's called? I have, where, I have no idea. No, it's where you sleep for, I think it's like, you take an hour power nap every two hours or something. And that's when you sleep. You don't sleep at night. You just take incremental naps through the day. Oh, I think I have heard of that. So a lot of people even, I think even like Einstein used to do it. There's a lot of cases of famous smart people uh, trying this phase of sleep, but I, I don't think I could do it. And apparently it's awful to try and get to the point where you can feel okay doing it. Yeah. Well, humans aren't meant to sleep all in like an eight hour chunk, are they? They're meant to sleep like three or four hours at a time and just do it when they need it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, it feels us, weird. We, we have four four stages to sleep. Um, for anyone who doesn't know that, we have um, you obviously have REM sleep, which is where you dream and where you get most of your recovery. Rapid time. eye movement. Uh, yeah, rapid eye movement. My eyes uh, are rapid, Sam. Rapid sleep. <laughs> Back and forth. <laughs> and I I can't remember. Is it like alpha, beta, and gamma? So it's like you have different brain waves that operate during different stages. And if you wake up between phases one and two, you'll feel fine or four and one, you'll feel fine. But if you wake up anywhere from three going into REM sleep or REM sleep and coming out of REM sleep, that's when you usually feel like shit. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that apparently you meant to set an alarm and you're only meant to wake up like, so if you want to wake up at, let's say like 9am, you should only wake up every like on every hour and a half before. Or whatever. Yeah, ninety minutes is a full four stages. Or yeah. Something. So you meant to wake up after four, and then just as you're hitting into one or something. That's I'd, right. Something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. I yeah. I do not have to. <laughs> I fall asleep when I fall asleep, and I wake up when I wake up, or when my alarm oh. clock tells me to wake up. Yeah. I keep getting it with these fucking hue lights. They just turn on in the middle of the night, and I'm like, why? What? 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 And something's happening. I don't know why it keeps. Do doing you it. have the automation turned on? I do, but to come on in the morning to wake me up. Ah. His house spooky. is just spooky. It's just spooky, Jordan. It's yeah. Halloween house. Halloween house. I think I've got. Has his Halloween house. What do you think I've got? Canned pumpkin on the go. I'm ready to. That, pumpkin pie. I don't. I don't like pumpkin. Pumpkin is grim. I could change your mind. I. I think I have a memory of when I was younger. I was like carving out a pumpkin, but I was like ill at the time. And like, you know, like vomiting and like young, like, I think I must have been like nine or 10 <laughs> straight into the pump. But I was like, <laughs> I, I was sick and I had like a sore throat and like a headache and stuff. And I was like, yeah. felt really ill. And that smell of pumpkins just like, that's like 
It's like you in like hospitals. You just know yeah. like because you're like what was it you you went to get blood to, or your friend went to get something done and you passed out when you saw yeah, the needle because you just yeah yeah go on sorry do I, should me. I explain yeah, yeah so I hadn't eaten all day uh, no I took uh, I took my friend to the hospital because they were suffering from what we thought was appendicitis and it was like ten in the morning and we didn't get seen to till like ten at night so when they were having their blood test. I stood up and was like, right, now you're okay. I'm going to go get a sandwich because I'm really, really hungry. And as I stood up, I passed out and then hit my head on the ground. But wasn't the same time like your friend was having like a syringe to put into them or pulled yeah, out? They were having having a blood test. That's right. Yeah. So from then on, whenever I saw needles, I was like, oh my God. And I thought I was going to pass out. And it like linked this weird trauma. I'm fine now. It was just for like a couple of months afterwards. It was like, Whenever I'd have a blood test, yeah, it was really weird, and why you you would link the trauma that way. But. Yeah, I think that's similar with me and why why I don't like pumpkins. I I just mm. like the smell and the consistency and the yeah. Well, the thing is, when you when you cook pumpkin though, it doesn't taste or smell like that. Yeah, I mm, I like I've, I ha- pumpkin I had spice lattes. Not a fan. Oh no, I don't like those because all you're tasting in that is the spice. That's clove. Yeah, they like and overpower the sugar. it with clove. Yeah, and sugar and clove is fucking horrible. Um, like I, I cooked some munchkin pumpkin the other day, which like the little tiny ones. Munchkin pumpkin. Just, munchkin pumpkin. That's just a good another good band name for <laughs> Halloween. Um, it just tastes like sweet potato. Honestly, just like really nice sweet potato. Huh? No. <laughs> right, moving on. I, I'm going to bring some over. I'm going to bring some over, and you'll try it. You don't know where I live. Ha ha. I do. I'll find it. <laughs> To be fair, there's not many houses where I live, so... Yeah. Oh, shit. Just the one. Just me on my... Hi. Hello. Right, so other than that, I think that's pretty much it. It was a short thing for interspersed with you <laughs> not being happy about the thing. No, no. It was an awful thing to experience, but like I said, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, anyone I would recommend if you, you don't want us kind of... Uh, cutting in with like our funniness or whatever in between definitely i'd recommend giving it a read or i think there are some youtubers that have done like explanation videos and things but they tend to be like an hour long anyway so you might as well just read it and see what you think uh yeah other than that if you want us to cut together a version that is just us doing the spooky bit and not the jokey bit might be able to do that for you (laughs) not not me just going oh in between little bits (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and let, let us know what you thought of the story. Like, yeah. if you've got anything to say about this or any other of the spooky pastors, spooky were you pastors, in the creepy spook? pastors? Are you one of Are the soldiers? The Are you one of the the things afterwards? Yeah. Do you not sleep? Have you tried the gas? And is it good? Let us know. What's it taste? Uh, like? <laughs> yeah. It taste <laughs> it's just like? it's just Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although that would look like toxic green gas, like oh, dispersing I, through, wouldn't it? Not a fan. I do kind of like Mountain Dew. Apparently, the American ones like more sh- more flavorful because like of their like sugar, whatever they use, the what? illegal sugars that aren't regulated o- <laughs> over there, and we're not allowed to have them. Yeah, exactly. Like, Apparently, it's that. So like, when you have it over here, it just tastes like piss weak lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Over there, you have all like that really dense high fructose corn syrup and all that in there. Yeah, not a fan. Their bread tastes sweet. It's grim. They don't know bread. They American know. bread. Sorry. The bread wizard. Yeah. Not having it. The only place it does good bread really in America is like San Francisco. 
<laughs> Jeff Sanford said, this is like the Noodle Man conversation again. Do you remember that? The Noodle Man? No. There was an episode, and I took a clip, and I re-listened to it the other day, because I couldn't remember what it was. And you just straight up said, like, he's like a little noodle man. Shout out to Japan. <laughs> I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I say things, and then yeah, it gets out on the internet. <laughs> I genuinely, I forget so many things that we talk about on the show. Someone was questioning me at work about it. They listened to one of the episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, this is just a little bit of bonus shit. We'll say bye after this. Um, yeah. <laughs> one, of the, one of the people at work was questioning about it. If you're listening, hi, Ed. Uh, hey, Ed. Or Tom. Uh, Tom. And Do you know who was listening? Do you know his name? No, there's two of them. Oh. Uh, there might be more now. Shit. <laughs> oh, the, there's more of them. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> no, it's Star Wars, isn't it? No, there are two of them. <laughs> so um, they're asking me questions like, what do you do with this? And how do you prep this? And what is this? And I'm like, I genuinely have no idea. <laughs> I was like, anytime mm. we do an episode, it is gone from my head as soon as it is done. Yeah, it's crazy that we've done 126 hours plus of content. Oh, it's mental. Plus, like, whatever we did for the Christmas. And other things. Yeah, we need to start prepping Christmas already. Oh, really. Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. thank you very much yes. for listening to this and our little ramble at the end. I don't know what that yeah. was. We needed to get the uh, spookiness off of our chests towards yes, the end because Haz isn't going to be able to sleep otherwise. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting some... scared, okay? <laughs> I would offer you a hug, but no. But to COVID. Yeah, you're very far <laughs> away. I am, yes. So I'm a long boy, away. but not that long. Yeah. Yes. Jimmy the Reach, they call him. Um, <laughs> right, yes. Uh, if you like this episode and you want more, mm -hmm. we do have a Patreon. Where, where's that, I Harrison? Patreon.com forward slash Grief Burrito. <laughs> grief Burrito. Oh, no. It's not oh, that. No. The first no, The one. link's below. Yes, the link's in is. the description. Uh, we have a Discord where you can talk to us, chat to us. Mm -hmm. You might even be able to get involved in episodes like Mike did today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not. Jordan said it then, like it's just us in the Discord. There's loads of people in the Discord yeah, to chat to and play games. Quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And other than that, where can okay. they find you, Harrison? They can find me at Haswild with two Zs and wild like the word wild absolutely everywhere. And <laughs> you can find the show, Grief Rio, everywhere. <laughs> Has with two Zs and wild like the word is spelt. Yes. <laughs> You can find me at the Mr. John Corso, the M-R-J-O-N-C-O-R-E, I think. That sounds right. Yes, that was right. That was close enough. Yeah, it was I know my own It name. was exactly close enough. <laughs> it was, it was just far enough and just not far enough. Exactly. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, hit, hit the comment button, I nearly said. Hit the comment Write button. a comment, click post comment, and yeah. let us know if you like to not sleep ever. Yeah. Why don't you conduct a Russian sleep experiment back in the 1940s and then, I don't know. I thought you were going to say, and why don't you piss off? <laughs> why don't you go fucking... Awesome. Right. Goodbye. Saying a little prayer. <laughs>